Hi, and welcome back to Why Not a Winona Earp Fan Girl Podcast. Hey, Casey. Hi, Anne. How I you can doing? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hmm. Okay. Why, why are you concerned? Um, Because I can't hear myself, and typically I can. It's just a weird sound. Oh, that's right. I forgot you do it that way. I tried that in the beginning, and I couldn't, couldn't do it. Hmm. We're different that way, aren't we? In so many ways. Is that how we're starting this podcast? No, it's a good thing. <laughs> how are you? What's new and exciting with you? What are you wearing today? What's your fit? Oh, uh, uh, OTD is a giant comfort hoodie uh-huh. and uh, my Adeline concert t-shirt. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. My couch concert because I didn't go to any concerts this year. But I am going to the Fletcher concert in like one, two months, hopefully, as long as everything's God, I know. I just want better. I have this awesome conference coming up that I'm doing for work. And it's so important that people are there in person. And uh, I just can't wait. I know. It's in May. So we have like some time. We have some time. I feel like we're going to, it's going to, it's going to be, this is the storm before the calm is what I mean. I hope so. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Just get it all done with in January. We're all in a big depression anyway. Now we'll be fine. Right. Like January sucks just overall. So let's just get it over with. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, Speaking of sick, my dad is home. (gasps) Good. Recuperating as best he can. What the hell kind of phone call would that have been? I don't even know if I would have gotten a phone call. My family is so jacked up. Who freaking knows? I find out a week later from him via Facebook Messenger. This is how we communicate. Oh, I thought it was a phone call. It was Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Oh, dad. Come on. I'm like, what was the plan, dad? Like, who was supposed (laughs) to tell me this? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know your niece. And I'm like, well, clearly she didn't. And she's also sick. So what was your backup plan? (laughs) It goes me or Chelsea. I'm like, how are you going to do that when you're dead, dad? And he's like, from beyond the grave. And I'm like, that's not how we're doing things. No, no, it doesn't work that way. If you leave a dime, you question the dime. What's the dime for? Does it mean that my dad's dead? Do I need a pottery wheel? Like, how are we going to communicate? No. Right. Oh, dad. Maybe it's weird. I have ghosts on my list of things to talk about today. Really? Yeah. But Um, thank you, everyone, for all your well wishes. You know, I don't feel like he's out of the woods yet, but at least he's home. He's breathing. He was Mm -hmm. never on a ventilator. So praise God. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he was he's vaxxed, but he wasn't boosted yet. But uh, it is what it is. But then the vaccine is doing its work, right? It's preparing everyone's bodies for if they get sick. So hopefully it's doing its thing. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he's home. That makes me happy. Yeah. You want me to go see him? No. Oh, okay. I would. <laughs> no, I knew I he would. was feeling okay because he was texting me that just complaining about the food and he oh. just wanted like a candy bar and a Subway sandwich. And I was I like, I would bring you one if I him. could, dad. He's home now. He can get his Subway sandwich. I'm sure he's door dashing away. Oh, God. Well, if that changes and you want me to go over there, I'd be happy to take a drive. It was just like I was eating dinner. Austin, I get this message and I'm like instantly like, take this. I'm done. Like I've mm-hmm. lost my appetite. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those crazy things too, where it's like, I immediately just think like, 
as much as I miss my mom, I'm so glad she was not around for all this COVID bullshit Mm -hmm. because I would have been even more a wreck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, but on to happier things. (laughs) It's somebody's birthday today. Not yours, and it's, it's not, not mine. mine. It's Nicole Hot's birthday today. It's Hot's birthday. It's Hot's birthday. She's thirty-two today. You mean Hot's birthday? I mean the character Nicole oh, Hot's birthday. How do we know that? I can't remember, but we do. It's all over Is Twitter. Have you not been on what Twitter are you today? Are you I'm drinking a little red wine Light? spritzer. Oh, for Nicole Hot's birthday. Oh well, cheers. Chin chin. Cheers. Uh huh. Um, well, that's exciting. I wonder, I want to know like how, where that originated from. If we, I am a horrible orper because I can't remember. I know we know Waverly's birthday from the episode, the alternate universe episode where she goes into the sheriff's department and she's filling out the name change form and yes. Nicole's like your birthday, da, da, da. But I mm-hmm. cannot, for the life of me, and everyone's going to come at me, um, remember how we know Nicole Hot's birthday. Maybe it was the same time. I just, I don't remember. Okay. Well, the it'll come know. to us. Somebody, very, someone very <clears throat> kindly, please tell us. One of the Redmonds will. Yeah. One of the Redmonds. Just DM us. Someone. Out of me. the 11, somebody's going to know. Some, I mean, odds are good. One mm-hmm. of the 11 will know. Mm-hmm. Um. What have you, have you been reading any fan fiction? I haven't. Have we talked since Christmas? Yeah, we have. We did. No. No, we did a pod. I don't know. I don't think so. Yes. We did a podcast after Christmas. We did. Okay. But we haven't talked since New Year's. We haven't talked since New Year's. Did you party hardy? I was in bed by 1030, which was cuckoo crazy because any other doesn't matter. School night, work night of the week. I'm up. I was up till 1 a.m. last night reading. Yeah, reading. Yeah. New Year's comes around and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> B is for party. A is for. Oh, remember that? B is for pajamas yeah. and porn. Oh. I mean, fanfic. I mean, fanfic. Fanfic. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Porn with plot. Um, I was up, the kids were sleeping, Tracy, for some reason. Okay. That's between you and I, mm-hmm. and then I got to Tra- edit. No, I'm just, okay. it's just between you and I uh-huh. and the 11 Redmonds. Oh, okay. Okay. Are. Okay. Okay. Um, so she never stays up. She's always goes to bed early. So I'm like, okay, cool. She's going to, kids are asleep. She's going to go to bed early. I'm going to go play my Oculus. No harm, no foul. No guilt, no nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Guess who decides to stay up till fucking midnight? She, she does. Party pooper. So I was like, well, then I couldn't stay awake. I was like, well, are you going to go to bed? She's like, oh, I just want to, you know, I want to see midnight tonight. And I'm like, oh, oh, are we doing that? Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. So we watched a um, murder documentary and ring in the new year. Was it good? I don't even remember what it was. Oh. oh, you know what it was? It was Evil Lives Here. It was that show Evil Lives Here. It's like a documentary show. Mm-hmm. Like there's different episodes. There's like a season. I don't know. It was oh, fine. Okay. I don't really remember it. I was too busy thinking of Oculus. You don't you don't have Apple TV, right? Is <laughs> it on Apple TV? 
Maybe I did do. start watching um, Jane Jan. <laughs> like Jane Austen? What are you talking about? Jan Arden. Jan. Do you like it? I've only seen a few, literally a few minutes before the kids walked in. And I'm like, I was laughing so hard when she was plucking her hairs out of her. <laughs> She's like, ow. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't like the whole I mean, the whole opener is hilarious because she's like she's cha- she's getting chased down yeah. and she's yeah. like s- singing her own song, crying. Mm-hmm. And then she's like running. You'll never take me alive. Like she's running from the police who are just trying to help her. Then she trips over everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So funny. So I can't wait to go back. And well, that was another thing I was going to do, too, was keep watching Jan. But yeah, I have to start putting melatonin in her. I find myself time. staying up really late because it's my only quiet time. And then I also find myself now getting up early. Ew, gross. Because it's, it's, the house is quiet. Ugh, what so are I you? Okay, Nana. Uh, I know. I hate that about myself. What are you myself. surviving on like four hours of sleep? I don't count it. It's, I just, just, if I'm sleeping, great. If not, great. So That's then I slink weird. off to the living room where I can have my cup of coffee and just like read, read more silence. Read more fanfic in silence. Um, I'm watching. You don't need Apple for this. I watched it all. I I binged so much stuff like in just like the past week since Christmas. Oh, fun. I watched Vigil, which is on Peacock, and it's mm. like this. I, it's called a thriller, but I would call it more mystery. Mm-hmm. It's like a British cop show. British. Oh. No. It's I love British shows. I British procedurals. Anyways, uh, ladies loving ladies in there. Oh. Yeah, okay. I just gave some of it away, but it's good. It's only six episodes. It's on Peacock. Oh, six episodes. Yeah. I can I can do that. It's good. I also binged. I've been watching the Dexter reboot. Have you? Did you do you like it? I didn't watch the first one, so that's out for me. Yeah, you would have to watch the first one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. I like it. Um, I've been watching the Sex in the City reboot. Mm-hmm. I was never a huge Sex in the City person, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I need to watch it because people are talking about it. Are you um, watching um, 90 Days the Other Way? <laughs> 90 <laughs> Days the Other Way? Yeah. What the hell is that? So Are you saying Tampa days Bay. or gays? Days. Like DS. One nope, day at a time. Days. 90 days the, the other, other way. way. Mm-hmm. What is so, this? Is this a pray the gay away thing? What? It sounds no. like a conversion therapy show. No. What kind of shows do I watch? All reality. So here's the thing. When we were talking about Tampa Bay's. I would get, I was getting DMs from people who are like, I'm watching this show. This, I can't believe this. I can't believe that. And blah, blah, blah. And it was like, awesome. Okay. They're watching the show. We're chatting about it. It was great. About Tampa Bay's. Yeah. So now that's okay. over. And I don't think a new season has come out. I'm doubting it. Otherwise I would have heard oh, I haven't it. finished it. Oh, you gotta finish it. I gotta call um, stuff. And now I'm watching 90 Days the Other Way. And it is um, folks who have met over the internet, okay. one person in the United States and one person in a different country, not Canada, but somewhere else. <laughs> no, are there anybody in, in Canada? No. Like you have to cross an ocean. Usually okay. Okay. To get there. So um, it's just like these people then. So they're meeting for the first time and they're, they're taking like time to 
Usually it's about two weeks. They stay there to figure out if they want to. So they go visit where the other person lives. Mm -hmm. They want to go further in their, um, relationship. So how long were they online dating first? I mean, there are some that were just doing it for a few months. There's one couple who was 13. We weren't doing it for very long. I know, but we also didn't get married and you lived in the same country as me. In fact, the same state up one highway, (laughs) whatever. So anyway, um, so it's fascinating. It's just like, you know, it's totally all age ranges and, like people in their 20s um, also people in their 50s like yes. what are we talking young we're people? talking about like um folks who you think they probably wouldn't might not be together if they were in person kind of a thing like odd pairings odd pairing love odd pairings uh-huh uh-huh and then it's like okay are they doing this maybe not for love but for some, some other rich, mm-hmm. old diggers, mm-hmm. or to come start a new life to in get the a green card, States, perhaps, or okay. you know something like that. Not that there's, you know, that's just what people do in order to make a better life for themselves. But it's you know, like they're following them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. This is like the fifth season of it. It's not a new show. Oh my gosh! Okay, where do you, where does one view this TLC. delightful piece of cinema? Mm-hmm. TLC Monday night is that what TLCs. you just said mm-hmm. TLCs I don't know it's on TLCs on Monday night I don't know if I can do it I'll well, give it's it also one try. on the TLCs oh, I don't keep saying that it's also on the discovery um app you know you don't have to watch it Monday night do people still watch shows live but it's lovely it's a lovely show it sounds like something fun for the whole family. No, it's me sitting in a chair in the dark with my crystal light and popcorn, loving every second of it, taking it all in. And if somebody interrupts me, I get pissed. Okay, you saw my text about Jimmy Fallon's game show. That's my I didn't jam. see anything yet. Don't tell me. Okay, is it funny? It is. Uh, only one episode is out. I think, as far oh, as I know, I think it just came okay. out. Okay, it's a game show. With music and there, oh, it's like a cross between like when Ellen had her game show where there's mm-hmm. like, like things will happen to you if mm-hmm. you get the answer mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's tri- like game show trivia, but also mm-hmm. physical stuff. Mm-hmm. I was screaming at the TV. I was laughing. Oh my God. You're there's kidding. like, there's like, um, finish that like song kind of quizzes. There's mm-hmm. like name that song quizzes. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. If they keep it up like this, I mm-hmm. loved it. Where did you watch it? On TV. <laughs> um, Hulu. Oh, okay. But I have Hulu Live. I don't. Oh, I don't have that. But I don't think it matters. Okay. I don't know how. I don't know how TV works anymore. Quite honestly, I, have... I can find anything I need okay. somehow. I pay nine hundred dollars for it because. <laughs> I decided to save money by getting rid of by getting cable. Rid of cable. <laughs> but now I spend nine thousand yeah. dollars on set. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Melanie's mm-hmm. going to be in a Hallmark movie. Well, now I got to get the Hallmark Channel, which is not right. included on my Hulu package. So of now I got to get not. some off-brand subscription to mm-hmm. Joe Schmo's station. And now mm-hmm. I get, and then I'm like, I'll just cancel it after 
Cats movie. No, no, not Melanie's in a movie. Mm-hmm. So now, and I'm like, why? Do or I, you just forget about it. I just got paid, there. but like, there's been five hundred four ninety nine deductions mm-hmm. from my account. Oh, it's all my subscription services that I keep saying I really got to take a look at uh-huh. what I'm paying for all these things, and then uh-huh. I never do. I know. Yes, I know. Um, but yeah, so that's that was delightful. I was, there were parts that I rewound because I was laughing so hard. The first episode, it was um, Blake Sheldon, Kelly Clarkson, Ariana Grande, and John Legend. Oh, they're all real music people? Yeah. I think it's always going to be like that. Like they're the (gasps) contestants. Oh, okay, cool. And I forgot how amazing Kelly Clarkson is. It's just fucking amazing. Just wrecking these songs. Nice. It was, it was cool. Okay, cool. Okay, so I'm watch excited it. for that. Yeah, if it keeps oh, up. Hopefully, if we're done podcasting here, who's he was? He's gone to bed. Oh, already? Watch. Oh, no, I'm hoping by the time oh, we're done I here. See, I see. They can get some more TV in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I have gotcha. to clean the kitchen, but I can do that quickly. Yeah, now that you're on medication, you can crank. I know, I can go for fucking ever. I know. I got my Taylor Swift all too well scarf in the mail today. Did I tell you about that? No. What is that? I know you're not a Swifty, but I'm like a total. I love Taylor Swift. What does she what she made it or she what she wore it or I can't even dedicate this whole podcast to explaining Taylor Swift to you now. No, the scarf, you nerd. No, it's from I know her song <laughs> all too well. And she wore it in the song describes how she wore the scarf to Jake oh. Gyllenhaal's sister's house and she left it there. And then he never gave it back after they <gasps> broke up. Oh, it's a whole scandal. It's all over. I should listen to the song. It's called All Too Well. Yeah, the 10 minute version. It's so good. 10 minutes. It's so good. She broke Don McLean's American Pie record with now she's the longest song on the top charts. 10 minutes is extremely long. You would listen to a song, but it is not. It's how I measure time now. How many All Too Wells will it take us to do this? Is it okay. three all too wells? Is it one all too well? Is it kid appropriate? My kids I'll love I'll be there singing. in three all too wells. Uh, she does say fuck the patriarchy. That's if fine. you do the all too well version with the 10 minute Taylor's version. There's other people's versions. Okay. Next podcast is just me explaining Taylor Swift to you, all of <sighs> Taylor's songs and how she's taking back all of her music by re-recording all of her hits. She is. Oh, yeah, so that it's owned by her and not, and the not shady somebody guy. else. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's a oh, there's something going baller. on. Yeah. We don't have time for this. Okay. And then I would have to do research to get it all right because Is I, there you know, a I hate podcasting when I'm wrong. Show, um, about it. Is there a documentary about it? Oh my God. You should watch both of her documentaries. During COVID, she like re recorded two albums, had an original two original albums and did two documentaries and a short film. So it explains it in the documentaries. No, but her documentaries are really good. Okay. I'll send you a note. I have a lot to finish before that, but I'll, I know you'll never get to it. Our next podcast will be just about Taylor. You and me going through each Taylor Swift song and talking about it. That sounds really well. You doubted me about this one and look at how it turned out. (laughs) (laughs) What are we here to talk about? Uh, well, we also. Oh, what? Well, we are talking. This is what we're talking about. We're just talking oh. about things. We won a snoppy award. 
believe it? <laughs> yes like, and no. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Who do I tell about this? I'd like to thank the academy. I'd like to thank the one above. I don't know. <laughs> my my son Dario's up there. Um, he. I'd like to thank just so many people. Yeah. If you're unaware, you- any listeners who are unaware, the snoppy or a snoppy, it's it's a very prestigious award. Very. It's super. Uh, it's given at the end of the year for all things excellent in podcasting and otherwise mm-hmm. by the She Nerds Out podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was mentioned for my pod court appearance. That um, was hilarious. The Bob thing, I can, every time I hear it, I am like dying laughing. <laughs> Hello, there it is. <laughs> And uh, I like you. Uh, <laughs> so funny. I don't do uh, voices often, but <laughs> that one just came to me. And uh, so I was mentioned for that one. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I believe Wendy won that one or Tara won that one. Um, but I did win for my Xena recap. Yes, that's right. Oh, and yeah. Then, you won two. I, I am. And then we have mm-hmm. a shared one that we won mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. Why Not mm-hmm. pod for uh, biggest or best podcast payoff by going mm-hmm. four full seasons without being spoiled. Mm-hmm. And for our 412 watch Recap. party mm-hmm. with special guest. Emily. So that was that was a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. And, it was, uh, that was sweet. It's an honor just to be nominated, but it's even better to win. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, so, we're taking Kat's spot. Yeah. If we don't <laughs> win Caprell Lifetime Achievement Award next year, <laughs> I'll be really disappointed. We should have had it. Are, I know. How many people are um, are up for that award every year? Well, I don't know, but we're in good company with some of those winners and two-time winners is myself, Lucy Lawless, and Kat Burrell. So Stop it now. I know. I'm going to put it on my business cards. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to, I should put it on our website that we're like. For sure. Like, like when people are like Emmy nominated. But, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah uh-huh. That's how I want to be introduced from now on. Two times snoppy, snoppy winner. winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to take what you get. I <laughs> And that's a biggie. That's it. That's a huge, 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 a giant. Mm-hmm. That whole Grande. episode, though, was chef's kiss. They are so fucking funny. I can't even stand it. Did you listen to the whole zip lining episode? Did you get to that one yet? Where Wendy and Tara I didn't. zip lining? No. It's so unexpectedly funny. Like they're really? just talking about this zip lining Excursion oh, well, I they heard took. a little bit of it in the episode that the snow the snappies were in. I'm it's like just in the parts stupidly before funny, like just them <laughs> describing it and getting all worked up about it and like how ridiculously near death it is, and <laughs> and then this this jello, jello trough, art, like just oh my god, and, and Tara <laughs> describing Wendy's jello eating is just delightful. Oh, and then she like she's like she it. doesn't even cover it. <laughs> she's like appalled and like yeah. amazed at the same time. 
a film that that goes on jello if it's i mean after a while if it just gets old enough it's just like a hard piece of gelatin do you like do you like jello i do i'm a jello fan Mm -hmm. what's your favorite flavor cherry dark cherry Mm, that's a good one i tried (laughs) to make um jello shots in college one year and i it was it was cheap vodka because we were in college we were in the dorms Mm -hmm. and i never this was before pinterest this was like pre-internet like we didn't have computers we had to go down to the (laughs) common area and borrow those computers right Mm -hmm. so i don't even know if it was World Wide web then i don't remember when did the yeah. when did the World Wide Web yes. start? I don't anyway, like you cranked up the computers. It was a long time ago. So I couldn't just look up a recipe for jello shots. No. So I just assumed you replaced all the liquid with vodka. Oh. Did you put like, them in the refrigerator? Yeah, but nothing like nothing would barely happen. Yeah, right. I mean, the, the gelatin like does help because that's like the setting agent, but um right. I think it's usually like two cups of water. Mm-hmm. So when you make jello shots, I think it's like half and half. It's like a cup mm-hmm. of water, a cup of vodka. Mm-hmm. It was like you could, it never set. So we were just <laughs> eating spoonfuls. Uh, like you couldn't cut it into Knox blocks no, or anything. It was, and like, it was just like <laughs> slurping up, like passing this giant Tupperware bowl of runny, runny jello to each other. <laughs> but we were determined. We like wasted two cups of vodka. Yeah. And we were determined to eat this and like, you know, get some sort of effect get from the it. effects from it yeah and you could feel it burn all <laughs> the way God, down Ooh. and getting sick of the cherry <gasps> oh, jello Jesus. yeah that's gonna sit with, we'll have gonna... you thinking you need to go to the er because yeah i just thought it was hemorrhaging mm-hmm. turns out it wasn't it was fine <laughs> but did i ever tell you the story about when i went to the er because i thought i was bleeding out <laughs> Do not tell the story. You have told me the story. This is not a podcast story. You cannot tell the Oreo cookie story. It's the Oreo cookie story, isn't it? Don't don't tell the Oreo cookie story. No, 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 Oh my God. I knock about the she nerds out. It's not this is not their podcast, but thank you for the award. Thank that you. Was super fun. We did watch a panel today. Yeah. We watched we a quickie. Urpa Palooza 2018, the creators. The creators. Uh, what do you gotta say about that one? Well, it was with Bo and Emily. It was. And um my first takeaway, which I learned because I don't know anything literally about the comic books, mm-hmm. not one thing. I was assuming that it was just like the, like Winona Earp was just like the comic book. And in fact, it's nothing like the comic book. Like it was based off of the comic book, but nothing was the same. And right. she, and Emily had to go with her own storylines and everything like that away from what Bo was doing because, and she said it was primarily because Moolah, you know, Bo was going everywhere and doing everything with their, her, his characters. Mm-hmm. And they just couldn't afford that. Yeah, I don't recall if I've watched this panel before. It was, uh, Casey said, it's the creator's panel. It's from 2018, Urban Palooza. Um, 
and I do have the comic books. Like I don't have each individual issue because they're, mm-hmm. they're a collector's item and they're out of print and they're really hard to find and they're really expensive resale mm-hmm. value, all that stuff. But I do have the, the anthologies of them. So like there are books where all the separate issues, like the stories are in one book. Mm-hmm. And I think I have all of those. So I do have all the, the stories. I just don't have the individual comics. Sure. I have them, but I have not read them yet. I didn't think you did. No, I, they're sitting behind right me. over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now I can't wait to read that. I'm too busy watching time. TV and reading sexy time, but I'm willing to, to separate some time out to read the <laughs> comics because this renewed my interest in like, oh my gosh, there's stuff in there that I didn't realize was in there. Right. Um, Even the way that he described Valdez being six foot tall I like totally described Valdez in a certain manner that didn't lend itself to how she was portrayed in the show and um I thought it was interesting as well how he it sounded like and and maybe this is just my assumption but when I'm listening to the the panel it almost sounded like Bo and Emily worked closely together yet haven't had many conversations like like these more personal conversations did you get that Mm, I could see where you say would say that and I'm not sure I don't know yeah what I mean I know they've like he's bet he like he said he he would be on set and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um when they were yeah, I liked like how that, he said that too. He's like, have their separate projects. That- yeah, he said like, I'm. <clears throat> it was never in the contract that I would be part of the creative process of Winona Earp. Um, and in fact, in most cases, when something like this happens and a comic book becomes a show or a movie, it's like, okay, we've got the information we need. Now you go away to the um, writer of the comic book or the creator. And he said that, no, he was part of the, you know, he would get the notes. He would be there. He would be part of the whole process. And he's like, you know, they, they, Emily didn't have to do that, but, you know, out of respect, she did. And I thought that was really cool. When I think like that in doing so, you can see this relationship that they've developed, Mm -hmm. like creatively and professionally that's just Mm -hmm. really respectful and Mm -hmm. I think it's part of the reason why everything works so well yeah when he was talking about Valdez because so 2018 would you know all of season three would have been Mm -hmm. out and that's where we see Valdez carved on the wall which is like Mm -hmm. you know first time we're seeing that and so it was just really is interesting to hear him to hear them talk about it mm-hmm. because it's like, what did you have in your head at that point, right. Emily, about what Valdez would be and how mm-hmm. it would come into the story? Because mm-hmm. at the end of that panel, she even talks about how she's not going to be there for the the closing ceremonies the closing. because mm-hmm. she's got to go back and write season four. So it's like, mm-hmm. how much did she have? Um, and yeah, how he talks about six foot five, 200 pound, um, it sounds like Valdez is still a woman in the comics, mm-hmm. which yeah. is interesting as well. And that he had told her that, you know, whatever you decide to do with Valdez, I'm fine with as long as, you know, physically you can do whatever. You don't have to keep her like this giant person. Um, but as long as her characteristics stay the same. 
and he had mm-hmm. he had described her as like a combination of Zena and Mr. Spock. Mm-hmm. That she was like very analytical in her mind. She had a dry sense of humor, but she was this mm-hmm. badass warrior. Mm-hmm. And so then we only kind of sort of see what she did with Valdez, right? Because because mm-hmm. Rachel Valdez is not Valdez. Valdez. Mm-hmm. Valdez is her mom. Right. But when we look at Rachel's characteristics, and if we keep with the, you know, like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree theory, we can see those characteristics in little Valdez where she's like, she's got that, that dry sense of humor, like that mm-hmm. wittiness, like Winona does. Right. Mm-hmm. And she is very analytical. Like all the times when we were watching the episodes where we're like, how does she freaking know Nicole's leg is broken in three spots? And mm-hmm. You know, she's analyzing all these different things right. and and all all these scenes, she's breaking down things like, okay, but is this what, you know, Billy mm-hmm. would want or mm-hmm. um, so. And now that we know that about the comic book character, it makes more sense that um, Rachel was portrayed as that. Like it now it all comes together. Like, oh yeah, she's just like her mom was. Yeah. She's, so it's yeah. like, yeah, we didn't, like we didn't see Valdez, but we do kind of see through because Rachel. Of those characteristics through Rachel mm-hmm. being, you know, her, her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we didn't see Bo's Valdez, but we saw Valdez. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Did you catch where he's, he mentioned, it was kind of in the beginning of the panel, I think um, where he's like, I only asked for two things to um, be different in the show. Like he didn't want them specifically how they were in the, um, comic book mm-hmm. and he requested that those two things be you know whatever and Emily's like yeah no problem well it turns out those things weren't even in the show I wonder what they were it sounds like because she, she's like oh my god I hope they weren't like whatever but it sounds like and then he goes no no they weren't even in it it sounds like she never even was told that yeah but when she wrote the pilot it automatically wasn't in there right mm-hmm. which I think was interesting too because it's like <sighs> You know, right off the bat, he's talking about, you know, getting the pilot and how IDW is like, you got to be honest about it. If you don't like mm-hmm. it, we don't do it. Da da da. And um, just hearing how he wrote Winona a certain way and that it's like it's his creation and that how he describes that he wrote her um, as bl- blonde, but also older. Yes, mm-hmm. because he felt that women should still be represented mm-hmm. as like strong that. heroes, even mm-hmm. when they're older in comics. And there so wasn't that representation when yeah, he was writing. Mm-hmm. And it still really isn't as mm-hmm. you know, far as I can tell. So for him to be, it's just really cool to see that this guy who's kind of thinking uh, not traditionally as far as mm-hmm. how we typically see women in comics mm-hmm. or as heroes like he's just already teamed up with like the exact perfect yes. person for the team. yeah it was perfect so it's like no mm-hmm. surprise but it's also kind of like a tingly moment to find right. out that whatever he had in his head that he didn't want to be in there mm-hmm. she already came to the table without it it was like kismet yeah mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, so for him to just be teamed up with someone who writes women as powerfully as Emily does, it's right. It's it's really kind of cool. Um, and then he also talks about how his audience, 
you know, he had been writing Winona for 15 years at the time or what have you. And his mm-hmm. audience was, his demographic was like 15 to 55 year old males. Males. Mm-hmm. And that Emily just took, you know, so much of what he had and flipped it and not only flipped the, sh- you know, what the comic was, but still staying true to like Winona and her, her mm-hmm. characteristics, but she flipped the demographic. Totally. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to look up some demographics and I, I was doing it kind of last minute, but mm-hmm. one thing I did find was from an article from season two. And it states that, or stated that viewership among women aged 18 to 34 increased 44% mm. and now represents more than half of Winona Earp's audience. And that was from a New York Times article by Maureen Ryan. Oh, wow. And it's like, yeah, you can see it. So like this comic that mm-hmm. that really gravitated towards men in that age mm-hmm. bracket, which is a pretty big age bracket. Quite honestly, now the show has like flipped it and it's mm-hmm. primarily uh, women in, mm-hmm. I mean, a similar age bracket, a little younger, but. I thought that was really interesting. Well, and he, I, if I'm not mistaken, he actually said something to the effect of, you know, I had been writing Winona Earp for 15, 20 years and you get to a point, it's like, where, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. And then this happened and it's yeah. like, wow, man, what a huge. When you, can, you can see like, kind of like the light in his eye, right? Like he's talking about this baby of his mm-hmm. and you know, and he, he kind of discusses it too, where it's like, you get protective of it and you don't really want people to change it and stuff, but you can see how much he appreciates. And he talks about the new life that she added to it. And, mm-hmm. you know, she brought in these new characters because not mm-hmm. everyone was in his characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he now is able to use how they work together that way where they share it. So it's like, right. she created Waverly and Nicole Mm-hmm. But now he gets to write them in his stories also. So is he still writing the comic books? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he, Tim has written some with him and Mel has written some. Wow. And um, Dom and Kat both did uh, one That's small, right. like way hot episode or uh, issue. <clears throat> and he's, he then said, there's only one person that I haven't written with. And that was Emily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was like, well, I don't know. All yeah, weird about that was it. Really mm-hmm. cute. Yeah, <laughs> I think she blamed it mostly on time, but then that she felt like, how could she ever measure up to, to him? Kind yeah. of a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just cute too to like see them both like gush. I love when people mm-hmm. like gush about each other. Like you can mm-hmm. see that they're both like fans of each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and when she talks about um, how you know the story, she immediately loved it, but she was like how do you ground this story where she mentions that um, like Winona's fighting gremlins on a plane. Yeah. And she's like, how am I going to do that? Yeah. I need to ground it somehow. Well, also keep, like keep the fighting in the supernatural mm-hmm. and just like seeing how them both talk about how you can watch the show and read the comics and get something from both totally of them. Diff- like they're mm-hmm. different, but you get mm-hmm. something from both of them. Yeah. And that's where, again, where she was talking about like, okay, 
you know, in the comic book, there's a plane and there's gremlins. She's like, we don't have a plane. And if if there's going to be a gremlin, it would be the camera guy playing the part of the gremlin. And she had to figure out, okay, because of, and she said it was a boring story. She's like, it's a boring story about how this happened, but it all happened because of budget. And so they, you know, if it, if, if she did it again, if she came out with Winona 2.0, it would be um, hopefully something different where they could, you know, do whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, come out with a wine on a two point. Yeah. (laughs) Do that. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm sure I haven't seen this panel before because I, I remember that part really struck me because how she was saying that the budget was such that it kept them grounded in purgatory Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. bouncing to different cities and like, okay, now we got to fight crime in London or Mm -hmm. we got to, um, and how, the character scenes, such as the Earp sister moments, those were the things that they knew they could do within their budget. Like they mm-hmm. could stay grounded in these, these character scene moments mm-hmm. and they're less expensive to shoot than battle scenes. Mm-hmm. And it just pointed out to me, like how lucky we were <laughs> that this show did have a small budget and it had a scrappy creator because what Emily and everybody else ended up doing was just like taking that and creating the story that was so much richer mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, like we're not all missing the show because we're like, oh, I need to see more action mm-hmm. fighting scenes in my life. Mm-hmm. We're missing it because we're missing those characters that we mm-hmm. fell in love with those like yep. the herb sister moments, the way hot moments, mm-hmm. you know, the moments with doc and Winona. Like that's yeah. what we miss. We don't miss. I mean, I love all the fighting scenes are badass, mm-hmm. but it's like, we fell in love with the emotions and those characters. And that's right. what we miss. Um, also the, when Bo said he kind of, you know, gave a, a shout out to the fans. He's like, I don't have fans. This isn't a, a fan type of a situation. This is a family situation. You know, like it's not just a, it's not just some people who really like the TV show or the comic or it's like a, a family. Right. And it's like, yeah, it is. It's totally different than, oh yeah. People who just watch, I don't know, let's say 90 days the other way. <laughs> <laughs> you start in a fandom for 90 days the other way. <gasps> no, I'm out. And how he talks about how Emily basically took the essential parts of Winona from the comic, kept him in the show, like her fierceness, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. fact that she's a misfit. And mm-hmm. he says he, he um, she took her heart and amplified it, mm-hmm. bringing it to more people. And then he's like, basically, you're my pimp. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and I like um, when he was talking about, you know, how she was saying, she was intimidated a little bit to like write and like not do his comics justice. Uh And he was like, you know, no, I hope she shows me up and knocks me out of the water. And Mm -hmm. basically was saying like, he would see that as a win. Like Uh if you can write Winona better than I can, like Winona is the one that's winning. Like everyone's winning. He wouldn't take that as a, as a, like, Oh, you did a shitty, like he's needs to do better. Right. So level of respect was just, really fascinating so with emily my question to you is does she always have coke zero or something like that is that like her thing uh yeah that's her that's her drink of choice okay it was a huge 
massive thing. And that's of, what it was zero. in the other one too. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy crap. It's going to be warm and flat by the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but everyone, you like the people who stood up had great questions. They didn't, you know, they didn't yeah. fumble. They were like totally prepared with their questions. And then of course, Kevin Batchelder did an amazing job moderating and keeping everything on track. So I think it was a good panel. It was a nice, con- like short and they didn't go off the tracks and it was like chuck full of information, really good information. Yeah. And it was that, only like 35 minutes long. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't long at all, but it wasn't um, like just silliness, mm-hmm. which of course, in there's always a time and a place for, but it was um, refreshing and interesting, you know? Yeah. I got a ton out of it. Um, and that was interesting how he talked about how guarded he is when he does write anything with Nicole and Waverly. Like he, yeah. he really respects the way hot relationship and like mm-hmm. the sanctity of it. And he, he feels like that really belongs to Emily in the screen. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, they just kind of have antics in the comics. It's lighter. Did you notice that he didn't call her Nicole? I did. He called her hot. Hot. I know. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Another thing that has me totally wanting to read the comics. I mean, again, I've had them forever. I just haven't read them. He talks about how Emily g- has given him little gifts creatively. Like they've talked about like, you know, don't really go this way in the comic because I'm planning on going like without giving each other too yes. much information I'm gonna mm-hmm. go this way um and she said you know about the key around Winona's neck which I have to go and read them but I think it was um in legends or seasons one of the issues but I think the key goes to a lockbox. Oh. That has a journal with like stuff about Valdez in it. <gasps> if I recall properly. Oh. So it's like all this time. Like, I wonder how much of those, you know, she talks about like some of the backstories with the key and the banditos that are things that she hasn't gotten to. And a lot of times those are things that those are two of the things that we're always like, what about the banditos? What about the fucking and, key? Yeah. And Emily might do it differently if she were to do mm-hmm. it, but at least like. You'd have some. I want some idea. idea of what it is, yeah. right? So, like, some of those things may actually be in the comics. I, you know, that's so funny that you said that because even from the first episode with that darn key necklace, right. I'm like, what is the key for? It can't and then just she be some leaves gift it on. Shop. I know. I know. And then she leaves it on Dolls's um, headstone. I'm like, it's got to mean something. It can't just be some gift no. shop tchotchke. It cannot be. No. It cannot be. No. So I, I was that. like, oh my god, got to read those freaking comics i have yeah now we'll have to find out i wonder if there's any fanfic that has the key what's not the search i do stories (laughs) here's like fanfic (laughs) boobies fanfic tongue (laughs) search fanfic Um, booty i like uh someone had asked you know emily to kind of describe the overarching theme of the show Mm-hmm. And she said, you can be who you choose to be instead of who society tells you to be. Yes. Which is something she's, she's said over and over again. She said that before. Like, yeah. Gosh. I enjoy um, her. I enjoy her immensely. Um, him talking about Bobo and uh, how Bobo 
was like, you know, 20 years ago, he created mm-hmm. Bobo. And one of the interesting things about Bobo is he likes the Annie Griffith show. Was that comics. in, okay. Cause I'm like, he said that and I'm thinking, I don't remember anything, but it was just in the comics. It yeah, wasn't just in the comics. Uh, how Bo is like, like champ came up in one of the comments. Yes. And he's like, I would love to have champ and Tucker in the comics for five minutes. And I took that to mean, so like a hero can just tear them apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. And my final takeaway was just Emily talking to a young aspiring writer who mm. got up and asked something and she was like, you need one person to take a chance on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that was so mm-hmm. just so sweet. It's like, no matter who that is, just one person. Mm-hmm. And it's so true in life. Like just mm-hmm. you could be that one person who takes a chance mm-hmm. on one person and makes all the difference for them. Didn't she say something too, which you have said about Emily in the past was that um, she'd rather work with a mediocre writer or actor or whatever than a really supposedly quote unquote great one and then them being an asshole. Yeah. I mean, she'd she rather work something with... this week again about it. Just like, oh, she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just shows like just the way people are when they're around her, the cast and the crew and the way people speak about her. Mm-hmm. But yeah yay that was five a good one stars good call. would recommend five, yes would recommend that one mm-hmm. fun quickie um <laughs> i had two things from twitter that i wanted to oh discuss okay with you this week. tell me one is going back to ghost how we were talking about earlier mm. so i saw this this poll on twitter because you believe in ghosts right yes yes do you you know how i am <gasps> I don't want to say I don't believe in them because I don't want them to try to prove themselves to me. I have like a healthy respect for ghosts and aliens because I feel like if I say I don't believe in you, they'll be like, oh, really? <laughs> do you believe in me now? This. Yeah. Watch me do this Could to all your cabinet doors. <laughs> 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 Let me put all your dishes on the cabinet uh, on the countertops and then leave all the doors open. Boom. Help me now. Hmm. Okay, so basically it was just would you rather mm. would you rather situation? Oh, okay, yes. Have a ghost who's like all up in your face and like stares at you while you're sleeping at night. Mm. And then you wake up and they're there. They're like, <gasps> like you can oh, see them Jesus. and they're there. Oh right. god. Okay. Or when you, or one you can't see, but like knocks shit over and stuff. Oh, for sure. The one that you can't see. Really? You just yes. want to be like, why does that door slam? I'll be like, come on, dude. Time? Can you just not right now? But if you're in my face, I have a bubble and it's pretty darn. It's always being popped. So if there was on top of everything else that's in my bubble, yeah. some just jackass ghost always in my face, I'd be right. like, get out of here. I feel like it'd be way easier to dismiss the ghost that you can't see that you can't see. For sure. Just be like, it's just the breeze. It's mm-hmm. an old house. Mm-hmm. Like you could talk yourself out of it. But Plus, if you straight up ceased, then I would think I'm crazy, and I would yeah. just never want to open my eyes again yeah. at night. Like, what would what did was there like results? It was a poll. I don't. I, I don't even know who. It was just like some random thing that popped up oh, in my feed. Okay, it wasn't okay, even okay. like a burper thing. It was just like okay. whatever random Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely don't want to see it. Someone told me like back in the day when I lived in my old 
hundred plus year old Victorian. Mm-hmm. Um, I either saw it on TV or someone told me it was probably one of the psychics that I went to said that like, you just have to talk to like, if you just make your intentions. So I, when I would ever be freaked out, like going somewhere that I thought might be haunted, I would literally mm-hmm. walk into the room and I would say out loud, you can stay here. That's <laughs> fine. But I don't want to see you <laughs> or hear you. And people would be like, are you talking to, to me? <laughs> I'm, but I live here. But I, I, I live invited here. you over. <laughs> you don't want to see me. You shouldn't you come. Your face. Make your intention known. And apparently ghosts are super cool and respectful like that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, none sure. of them are assholes. Yeah. No, 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 none of them are assholes. No, they respect boundaries clearly <laughs> yes absolutely. all the people who've ever had their houses haunted it just didn't put out you didn't, boundaries you weren't kind enough you, you you know put out a cheese platter do something like why didn't you just say so yeah. i've been rattling these chains <laughs> around and you don't like it <laughs> you could let's work on our communication okay <laughs> i'm the ghost you're the person my bad you tell me you tell me I have a job to do, but if you tell me I can't do my job, I'm going to go find a different place to haunt. I had, well, one of my clients, they're pretty sure their house is haunted and like cuckoo crazy shit happens there. And it's not a very old house. I'm like, you should Google it and see if someone died there or something. Well, or they're, it's uh, built on top of something. That's a big, Mm. but their kids have like, literally, I'm like, why are your kids so weird? Cause they'll say stuff like her son would be like, why, why was that man like in my room? Or like, they'll be like, why are you up? And he'll be like, well, cause the man was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she, she's a murderino. So she's like freaked out all the time. And like this door keeps closing. And just, like, mm. I'm like, you need to move. But they just did all this remodeling and like, just got it exactly how they want it. Just no, you had to put salt around the doors and stuff. Don't you? I mean, or That's like for slugs, garden slugs and witches. Does that work for good? That doesn't work for ghosts or sage. Burn yeah, sage. you could smudge the crap out of that. Right. Or holy water. I don't know. Or invite them to go to the light. <laughs> Just see yourself out <laughs> to the light. And then have a flashlight. <laughs> Crystal light. <laughs> Just shut open the front door, shine it out in the street and close the door. They can't go back there. They can go through doors and walls. No, not unless they're invited in. So you and I swore we saw ghosts when we oh fuck yeah that's right yeah and then that was creepy creepy in those pictures that whole hotel super cool super old hotel ruby marie in madison wisconsin yeah but the pictures in the hallways are the kinds of pictures that have eyes that follow you when you Mm -hmm. like in the daytime super fine as soon as you turn those lights i'm not talking about those pictures Oh, the pictures we got back that had the orbs in them. Oh my and god, the one with not, the baby face. Yes, the one with the baby face. Uh-huh, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> where is that picture? I have it. Do you somewhere. have it? Yeah, but I don't know if I have the one where we're like, that's a baby face. But I remember we had them printed, and we took them everywhere, showing people like, yeah. tell me what you see. Yeah, and they're like, what? 
what the fuck is that? There's like a baby yeah. face on that wall. Yeah. Right next to where I, was it you or me standing there? You and we were, were walking into the bathroom to yeah. like check out the bathroom. And I don't know why I thought that was a noteworthy photo to take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just standing there with the camera like, let me get a shot of your back. Then you walk into the bathroom from this room. But thank God you did because that we would never have seen it. But yes, in every picture, there were orbs. And then there was the baby face. Oh, my God. That was so scary. Mm-hmm. I stayed in that hotel one other time, by the way. Sorry. Did you get another girlfriend there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. You weren't the only girl I took to that winery. I was there with that other person. <laughs> God. It's a good winery. My heart just broke a little They bit. had my favorite wine at the time. Wallersheim Winery. Wallersheim Winery. That gold, the golden... What was that one? Oh, plume or something. Um, mm, that's right. I forgot that you really liked that one. Yeah. I should bring a bottle to the. Um, I wonder if they have it here. Blues. And if it still holds up. Because we were really into. Oh, a listener wanted us to say Gagertzgaminer. Oh, yes. Gagert- I don't remember Gagert. what episode that was from that we were talking about it. <laughs> the Gagert- we, t- we tweeted about it. And they were like, I want to hear you say it. Gagertzgaminer. Gagertzgaminer. <laughs> We drank a lot of Gagertzgaminer, and I'm not sure if that was a Gagertzgaminer or not. But it no, was it wasn't. Similar it was if Blanc. Oh God, fuck! What was that called? Fume. Oh yeah, Blanc. Blanc. But there Whatever. was a, oh one was Prairie Gold. There was a Prairie Gold. Prairie really Fumey. I thought. No, it was. I think there were two. One was a Prairie Gold, and one was a Fume. <laughs> I'm gonna have you to know, it it's later. very, very um um let me look it up right now. Prestigious, you know, Wollersheim. at the Wollersheim <laughs> Wow, it comes up right away. Non-spawn. But <laughs> hey, if you know Madison. someone at the Wollersheim winery, <laughs> we dig their wine. Prairie that place fume. seemed a little haunted also by the pie. I don't remember it very much. I feel that everything in Wisconsin is very haunted. There's a history everywhere. I know. Here, there's not a lot of. I mean, no, there's there not. A, okay. One is Prairie Fume. Mm-hmm. You're right. And that's a white, it's dry Riesling. I don't think it's called Fume. <laughs> yeah. That's how you say it. So I think that might be like. Nope. That's totally. Fume. It. <laughs> it's the F U M E with a little line above it. Oh, and the other one is River Gold. I don't think I like that one as much. I think I, I like the Prairie Fume. This one is a delicate, juicy, sweet dessert wine with a hint of sweet pears and mangoes on the finish. Yeah, I like sweet wines. Mm -hmm. I'd probably get so much heartburn if I drank that right now. Yes, absolutely. The other time I I heard a ghost. Have I told you this story before? (laughs) When I was with the the other person that I took to that winery, Mm -hmm. we were at their apartment and... No one else was there. She lived with mm-hmm. her sister and her child, but her sister wasn't there that day. Neither was her mm-hmm. child. And we we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly we weren't sleeping because we could hear things still. Oh, um, stop. I didn't say we're doing that. We're, we're just laying there <laughs> trying to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I heard. What? It's me. No. And I said, did you fucking hear that? And she was like, yeah. And I said, what did you hear? 
because I didn't want to say what. And she said, I just heard someone say, it's me. It was probably one of her personalities. (laughs) That very well could have been. (laughs) And I was like, what the hell? So I got up. I like looked around. There's no one in the house. I looked out the window. Mm -hmm. There's no one outside. It was the freakiest thing ever. That sounds freaky. But like a whisper loud enough Mm -hmm. that you can hear. Mm -hmm. Someone would have had to be there. Right close to you. Both. Right in your faces. Yeah. Shit like that happens to me all the time. All the time. One of her personalities. It was. Thank you. But I'll be here all week. (laughs) Zip your servers. (laughs) Um, I did. I tell you about my ghost stories about like, I'll narrow it down. I'll narrow it down to one story. When I used to work at the funeral home in Brookfield, I tell you this. And I'd be there by myself late at night. Like, cause I'd always have to catch up on work and whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, the whole, it was a huge, massive funeral home. And so I'd have to go in and close all of the, um, close off all the lights and everything. And there'd be like people in, in rest and state. And I'd be like, Oh, Mabel, you look so pretty. Your family loves you. And I'd have a conversation with them and it was a whole thing. And then I'd go back in my office where, um, there's a kitchen attached to it. And so one night I'm sitting there and I'm like typing away, doing my thing alone and I hear like all of the silverware starting to rattle. Oh, it and I just was sounded like, like a money machine. The way you just did that. It sounded oh, like no, when you put pens. money in a counter and it's like <laughs> oh sorry no dollar uh, bills. It was like all um the silverware started rattling and I was like hmm and then I hear somebody walking in the kitchen with cappy shoes. I'm like hello and then it stopped. I'm like, hello. It stopped still. And then I'm, okay, I'm like, okay, so whatever. I must've heard something. And then all of a sudden again, I almost shit. Did you grab my your pants. keys and just get the hell out of that? I was like, fuck this. I said, um, I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> and then I turned off the lights I ran out of there so fucking fast. It was ridiculous. I have never been so scared. I never was scared in that funeral home ever, ever. I never was. But did you tell anyone? Who? Like people that work there or anything? Oh, yeah, sure. Like I, but funeral directors, they don't, they don't, whatever. Yeah. All right. It's like, oh, you can't work in a funeral home and not have a ghost story. It's like, like it's in the job description. Mm -hmm. Would you tell someone if you, saw an alien or a ufo i'd be like what's that i don't know yeah <laughs> i Why? feel like i i just feel like ghosts are more socially acceptable than <laughs> than alien than telling somebody you saw a ufo or an alien uh i think people are more likely to I be think like so. you yeah. bananas but ghosts, yeah. like depending on the day people are like oh i saw my great aunt ethel one time yeah too. it's like oh okay wow that's yeah. an interesting story my goodness what an experience yeah. but then if you were like hey did you see that flying disc that landed and then the creepy guy with big They'd arms like, came out mm, you're fired oh you're she crazy, crazy pants yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i can get that i get that it is you're right yeah so what's the other thing that you saw okay so the other thing was this like this like fun thing that was going around this week you probably saw mm-hmm. it It was give yourself one point for each thing you haven't done. Okay. So are you going to keep track for yourself or am I? Oh, here. So it's for things you haven't done. Okay. Things I have not done. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Okay. And well, let's, and we can discuss them as we go around. Skipped. Have you ever skipped school? Yes. Yes. Okay. Me too. Have you ever broken a bone? No. Okay. So then you get one point, right? Mm -hmm. I got it. I've broken a bone. Uh, Have you ever fired a gun? Yes. Okay. What kind of gun? Is that Bible camp? A 22. Mm. Rifle. (laughs) I fired a shotgun. I don't know what number. Uh, And a pistol. Have you ever? I think that's the same thing. A shotgun and a pistol? A shotgun is like this. Oh, I thought that was a rifle. I think they're the same thing. Okay. Anyway, have you ever done drugs? Does marijuana count? I've never done any drug. You're a liar. I've done some drugs. (laughs) 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 I've done some drugs. Um, uh, Have you ever been in a limo? Yes. Okay, I made that. Um, Have you gotten a tattoo? Yes. Yes. We both have tattoos. Have you ever ridden a horse? Yes. Oh Me God. Too. Do you like horse fuck. riding? No. Me I fucking either. hate I horse hate riding. it. I love I... horses. I think they're beautiful on mm-hmm. the ground, and I'm on uh-huh. the ground. Uh-huh. You can't uh-huh. trust those fuckers. No. For nothing. And then they go down hills. No. Mm-mm. No. They are gorgeous, and you I can't predict no. them. No. No. They 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 don't want you to ride them. It's not. You can say they do, but they don't. No. no, I look at people riding horses and I'm like, I'm like oh, that's go. amazing. That's amazing for you. Yes. Good mm-hmm. for you. Not for me. Not, Not for, for me. this big mama. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And the no. only horse riding I've ever done, and I've done it quite a bit because I'm a go with the flow, mostly person. And I'm like, if everyone else is doing it on the beach, fine, I'll do it. No, I haven't done it on the beach. Um, But like, it's always been that kind of like trail riding. Yes. And on the way out, they're fine. But mm-hmm. as soon as the horse knows they're mm-hmm. on like the back stretch to the way home, in mm-hmm. my experience, they've always started hauling ass <laughs> to get back because they know like we just go around this bend and then we're mm-hmm. home, right? Mm-hmm. That's when all hell always breaks loose because mm-hmm. they start booking it. There's, mm-hmm. there's no seatbelt. You're just holding no. on to some little strings. That's no. not safe. No. no. And this was before helmets. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no we didn't helmets. have helmets. Mm-mm. No, no. I remember um, we were the place where I rode the most horses was at Bible camp. And then Gordy, he fell off, broke his collarbone. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not getting on a horse. R.I.P. Gordy. R.I.P. Yeah. No. OK. I'm glad we're on board with that. Sun karaoke. Of course, you've said. Yes. yes. Same. Same. Gotten a ticket. Um, Like what? kind? Any kind of ticket? I'm not talking raffle ticket. I'm talking like speeding something uh, like a ticket. Like from no, I've gotten officer. parking tickets, but not speeding or anything. Like I, that. I'm assuming it's like a ticket from a police officer. Okay. No. No, you've never gotten a ticket? No. Really? Well, have I? No. I don't know. I'm I don't know your whole life. I haven't gotten one in like since I moved here. I got one once in Wisconsin on the freeway highway i think it's a highway in wisconsin um and then i hadn't gotten one forever and i knew it was like since i moved here which is like i don't know 11 12 years ago and then i just got one like last year the end of last year i blew through a stoplight that's a sign i did Mm -hmm. a rolling stop through the stop sign Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there was a police officer 
on a motorcycle on the sidewalk under a shady tree. Oh, it just was camping so out expensive. Yeah. I, um, I've been pulled over mm-hmm. and then I <laughs> knew him. <laughs> Sorry, officer. Did I tell you the time that I had a fake ID in the same fucking part of the wallet that I had my real ID? I do remember this. Yeah, like, Did you get caught dumbass. though? No, I gave him the fake ID and then he goes, you might want this back. I'm like, you didn't even get in trouble. No. What kind of fake ID did you have? It was the stupidest fake was ID. It just somebody else's. Like no, it was me. Sisters? But then it was when you could. It was when the uh, the licenses were, were just laminated, and so people like peeled cut the it, numbers uh, cut, out, like the exact. Like, you had the like, numbers oh. cut out too. Yes, I mean it was so clearly a fake ID. I mean, clearly yeah. anybody could have seen it from ten miles away. How much did ID. you pay for it? I did it myself. <laughs> you did? Mm-hmm. I paid $25 for mine my freshman year in college. Really? It was the kind, like, yeah, our IDs used to be yeah, like, laminated. literally laminated together. Mm-hmm. Peel it out and there's paper in there. Mm-hmm. And people would cut the numbers out from a mm-hmm. different spot and then transfix them to make your birth date the right birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was still your face. Still, all your information. You, so didn't everything. Have me- you didn't have to mm-hmm. memorize like somebody else's. You just had to memorize that birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, they worked for the most part. But then remember nightclubs started getting tricky yeah, the, and they would the shine the light UV underneath. Light or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could see like if it was a bad mm-hmm. when there were cracks. Yep. Like you had to cut with an exacto really well. <sighs> and then those um, were the days. People, t- kids today will never know that. We'll never joy. know that. Yeah, I kept saying this is the best twenty five dollars I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the mileage I got out of that—I I think I still have it somewhere. Are you kidding me right now? No, oh my God. I'm almost positive I kept it. I mean, just for nostalgia purposes alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Okay, where was I? Karaoke ticket. Have you ever been arrested? No. No. Me either. Um, have you ever gone zip lining? No. Me either. Uh, have you been? It's on not out of. It's not out of the picture. Like I would do it. Have I ever I been would on TV? Be terrified, and I don't really want to do it, but I do want to do it. But I'll be terrified. But I would mm-hmm. do it. But I'd mm-hmm. be terrified. Uh, yeah. Have you ever been on TV? Yes. Me too. Uh, have you been on a cruise? No. I have. Have you gotten piercings? Yes, we both have piercings. Have you smoked? Yes, you've smoked. We've both mm-hmm. smoked. Have you met a celebrity? And had like a conversation with them? Like, I think like, oh, hi, Mr. This is Bob. Bob is, yeah. Oh, no. You've just seen, like you've been in the same mm-hmm. room as one. Yeah. I've met a celebrity or two. Yeah, I know. That's just because I worked at that swanky place and my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Son was celebrity. Been skydiving. No. But you've done that other thing. Oh, that's not. It's a that's a controlled fall off of the stratosphere. That doesn't count. No, I skydiving, skydiving like fuck. No, that's totally no. It's a controlled. You're hooked up. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I have not been skydiving. Would you? No. I want to, but I'm I'm so scared. Like I th- no. I don't think I could jump on my. I, someone would have to push me. Or you could be this the tan on a tandem. Jump. Yeah. 
I feel sorry for that person. I'd be screaming the whole time. Fuck yeah. I'd shut my pants. Yeah. I, I think I might pee. I always wanted to do the parasailing, like behind a boat. You know how you see it like off of beaches in Florida and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But then did you see that TikTok where there was like a storm rolling? I don't know if it's real or not, <laughs> but there's a storm rolling in. And then this parasailer, I think that's what it's called when they're off the side, off of a boat. So that's like hooked up. Yeah, to the yeah, boat. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the like wind- you're skiing, but then you get lifted enough that now yes. you're way above the boat. Yes. Yeah. Way up in the sky being towed. And um, this glider or sailor or whatever, the um, what is that called? The chute, the parachute kind of okay. thing or whatever yeah. gets caught in the wind. The cable breaks and the parachuter flies off. To like, to where? The, I don't know. Over the <laughs> condo somewhere. That's not in the water. No, it went on land. <laughs> I don't know what the ending of that story is, but it looked horrific. It looks bad. It sounds bad. So I don't know. Skydiving. Eh. I. I'd like to say I want to because I do, but I. I. I'm so afraid. I'm not a big I'm fan sure of heights either. My death. Uh, had a one night stand. I love how it's all super mild. And then it's like, oh, and then we'll just slip in. I had a one night stand. Have you had a one night stand? I'm keeping track of my score. I need to know if you've had a one night stand. Why are you going to tell <laughs> us all these other things? <laughs> I'm keeping stand. track of my score. Oh, oh my God. You answered all the other questions you have. Yeah. Me too. There's no shame. Skinny dipped. Yes. Yes. Been drunk. Was this for 12 year olds? Yes. Drunk. So one point for everything you haven't done. What's your score? Um, one, two, three, four. I'm a three. There's no point to this quiz other than it's funny. Just funny. Yeah, that's funny. Who was your one night stand with? My white, my one night stand is cuckoo bananas. Like all the way sex, sex. Yeah. Really? It's even worse because it was someone I met on the internet (gasps) from another (gasps) state. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally flew. How come I don't know this? To Jersey Uh from Wisconsin, told my, I had moved back in with my parents because I had that big breakup. And I'd moved back in with my parents. I was like living in my grandma's apartment, told my parents I was going like last minute out of the blue, flying to Jersey to go visit Rutgers College because I was thinking about going there for my master's. What? How come I do not know this story? Spent less than 24 hours with this person, flew back home. This probably one of them looked them up on Facebook. I can only remember their first name. Mm. Who was your one night stand? It was oh. like complete rando. Uh, there was a couple. <laughs> a couple? Or oh more yeah, than there one? was a couple. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a <laughs> that's overrated, by the way. That's a different question. <laughs> It was a different oh. podcast. It was it, fine. It was stupid. That's all you can tell me. Yeah, it was in the dorms, and um, it was a dude. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's really oh, nothing. Then I, I might have had more than. Mm. Uh, no, I think my only. See, but then you're getting into the whole like, what's what's a one night stand situation? Like uh-huh. what counts? Like hookups versus a one night stand. Like I think that's the same thing. A hookup and a one night yeah. stand. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Now wait. Let's wait. backtrack. So where did where were you? Okay. You fl- how long did were you talking to this person on the internet? Time is a flat circle. I don't remember. It was after that person. Uh huh. Before you, yeah. Before the person before you, (laughs) a couple months. I don't know. When I started talking to them, I was still living in my apartment. No, yes, my duplex. I had art. We had. I had already broken up with Cuckoo Bananas. Was living in my duplex alone still before I finally was like, I can't freaking stay here anymore i gotta get out of this town mm-hmm. move back in with my parents a couple months mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. do you have a picture i can't imagine i do mm-hmm. i'm surprised i remember the name that was a long time ago and it didn't last very long no i only saw them that one time did you talk to them after the fact yeah for a little while that wasn't really a one i'd say that was just one time to have sex then because you talked to them after the fact I think a one night stand oh, is like yeah, hit and quit it. Mm, yeah. Mm. I mean, if we count hookups, then still, yeah. Like college stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. I mean, I think we did well for ourselves. I think the low numbers mean you've really lived your life. Um, we got an email and we have a voicemail this week. <gasps> Yay! Unless you have what? anything else you want to chat about. No, now I'm obsessing. About one night stands? The person in Jersey. Why are you obsessing about this random person? I don't know. I had relations with in Jersey. Go on. I wonder if I could find them. You could. Give me a break. I could. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all the crap that we have done. I mean, I have so many stories of all the bullshit crap that I have made very poor choices with in the my younger years mm-hmm. I am surprised that I'm alive me too because I've done some stupid stupid stuff and there's some mm-hmm. of those things that I'm like I'm just fortunate that bad things didn't happen to me because yes. I made very reckless decisions uh-huh. and poor choices and especially when drinking yeah under the uh-huh. influence like walking places alone I never should have walked yeah. alone and putting myself into situations that were way too trusting, um, yeah. which is weird because I'm such a murderino now. Maybe it's because I've skirted death probably so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but also there's so much of me where I'm like, I also feel like I was really uptight for major portions of my life. Mm-hmm. And now when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have just been more carefree because like none of that matters now. Mm. Like, I would have been a little more reckless in certain aspects. <laughs> for what? sure, with hookups, for sure. <sighs> no, because now, now I'm thinking about all. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> no, just move making on. you spiral. I would have had more fun. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying I didn't have fun. I had plenty. Emails. Got one. Ready? There's no Ready? segue for that. Think of a segue. E- email. I don't know. 
we can't just go from talking about hookups to email. So us up with some emails. Emails. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. All right. Hey, Casey and Anne. I just finished listening to episode three. I think she's talking about our reboot called Save Your Patronizing Mouth Garbage episode. I mm-hmm. wanted to say thank you for being so open and honest the last 20 minutes. Opening up to the world about your personal struggles with mental health and this dumpster fire we are currently experiencing with this pandemic is brave and courageous. I have never been one to struggle with anxiety, but the past six months or so, I feel that it is something starting to fester and I probably need to do something about it sooner than later. So much of what you discuss about your lives outside of Winona Earp are some of the same things I deal with work, kids, and just finding the time to do everything you have to do while trying to maintain some type of normalcy can be Mm -hmm. exhausting and feeling like there's never going to be a break is very much relatable. When I hear you talk about it, it makes me feel that I'm not alone in this on the struggle bus. So thank you again for sharing that with us. Mm, That's so nice. It's it's not done. Sorry. (laughs) Finding your podcast has brought me so much laughter, tears, the good ones looking at your 412 live show and friendships that I never would have sought out on my own via Twitter. I love your banter, quick wit, and Casey's laugh is contagious. Podcast release day is the highlight of the week. And I've really scared some folks on the walking trails during lunch because I was laughing so hard. (laughs) The Herpers and Redmonds are an amazing bunch of people and have been a light when things start to go downhill. People I can go to for support without judgment. I very much look forward to Urpapalooza in April, me too, to finally meet the Twitter celebrities of the Why Not a Winona Herb Fangirl podcast, the Anne and Casey, and of course, all 11 of the Redmonds. Until then, don't stop herping. E for L, R for L, Michelle at Shelly underscore belly 81. Hey, thank you. Well, you know what? The first step is to realize that you have these things going on so you're on the right track true right that that was so nice people are so whenever i try to describe how nice people are i think it sounds like i'm being facetious but i'm not like i truly am a like i want to tear my heart out and just, I, no no wow. scratch that i want to <laughs> like i want i just you know how you just get so over like people are so nice like like, yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and i think people think i'm being silly but i'm not like it just is so nice i don't think you should tear your heart out but no don't tear my heart out no no no. take that out (laughs) (laughs) but thank you so much shelly yeah, thank you. We appreciate Shelley. you. That was really nice. Thanks for hanging out with us. And thanks for sharing. Crazy ride. And thanks for and laughing. And you take care of you. We got you. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. And we'll, we'll see you in April. Yeah. And we have a voicemail. Hey, and Casey. Uh, my name is Paula. I'm from Costa Rica. And I just wanted to let you guys know that I love you so much. I love your podcast. Um, I am a new herper and um here in costa rica there are not like many herpers or uh, conventions or anything like that and you really make me part make me feel part of the of the community so uh, thank you so much i know you you probably hear this like a million times but and i love so much your 
Easter eggs. I love both of your laughs, and uh, I'm also a nurse, so <laughs> yes, if you want no. weird stories yes, we do. Uh, from Latin America <gasps> about that, yes. <laughs> maybe I can uh, give you some, some of those. But um, thank you guys so much for making me feel part of this community. Uh, love you guys so, so much. Thank you. We love you. Oh, my gosh. That was so nice. She's from Costa Rica. Costa Rica. We love wow. you. Thank you for all the hard work you do as a nurse. We know it hasn't been easy. It never is, but especially not easy now. Um, and we will take the stories. And we want all the stories. DM us all the stories. Like, we'll okay, is there things. specific things that happen in Costa Rica um, that you've had to deal with as a nurse that you don't think that has happened maybe in the States? I need to know them. What are some of the um, things that you deal with? What kind of nurse are you? Are you in the emergency room? What is the strangest thing that has walked through that door? What is the and strangest that goes for- thing somebody has put up their butt? Because he always loves a good strange Always thing your like story. that story. Yep. Um, also that goes for any EMT, any nurse, any doctor, any mortician, any, um, who do we have? We have the, the, the person who does the, um, we have our crime scene people, crime scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have all of them. We're Thank ready. You for listening. No, I need to really, really hit this home. We oh, okay. want your stories. <laughs> Call, leave them on the voicemail. You can disguise your voice. We won't use your name. Yeah, send we'll them in an email. Someone who rhymes with Schmala mm-hmm. told us this. Who right. is definitely not a nurse in Costa Rica. Right. Who definitely is probably somewhere in most of Montana. Yeah, most Amica, <laughs> not Costa Rica. Most Amica, a little small town you've never heard of called Most Amica. Mm-hmm. That's surrounded <laughs> by water, <laughs> and it's gorgeous. I hear it's beautiful. Uh, all right. Well, well, when we go to Costa Rica, we'll hit you up. Uh, yeah, let's do a world tour. Okay. That hey, was really nice. One last you, thing. Uh, I got this thing from Buzzsprout, which is the platform that we used to have host our episodes on Mm -hmm. but then we changed it before the end of the year Mm -hmm. so our analytics aren't exactly right as far as our numbers okay but as far as what this tells us about our demographics and stuff is still true it would just like be higher but try to get what do you think our top episode of capral 20 It wouldn't even matter what year it was. But yes, our top episode of 2021 was definitely Cat Burrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was downloaded over 4,000 times. Wow. Yeah. So there's uh, definitely a winner there. Where do you think our top city is? Um, Appleton. No. <laughs> I'm, I don't know why I'm surprised by this. Okay, wait. No, let me think. Mm. Hang on. Is it in the United States? Yes. I had no idea that this was our, like, okay, wait, I would have sh- never sh- guessed this. Santa Monica. No. Oh, okay. Um, How long are we going to do this? Philadelphia. No. Okay. Um, Savannah. No. Uh, St. Paul. I, how long how many times how many i episodes? love this game i don't know <laughs> we're going to this place in april columbus columbus ohio well that's all lee thank you lee 
<laughs> Lee, is it just you re- clearing your cookies and listening again? Because it doesn't count if you've listened more than once. It oh, already really? knows you listened. Yeah. Yeah. Lee, ca- Lee, Lee um, deletes the cash or whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> however that magic happens. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, Columbus, Ohio downloaded us over 970 times. Oh, Lee. If you like us that much, you can just tell us. Just we'll make your private podcast, Lee. You don't right. got to inflate our numbers like that. But we appreciate it. Keep inflating yeah, our numbers. Do. Thank you. But that was fun. This like just popped up before I came on to, to pod with you. So. Oh, that's cool. That's really that neat. A fun little year wrap, but. Mm-hmm. All right. If you want to send us an email, you can do this by emailing us at whynotpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail by going to whynot.com. You can find me on Twitter at whynotp. And you can find Casey, where can they find you on the Twitter? Um, You can find me at the Twitter at whynotp underscore Casey. And if you would like to send us physical mail, you can send it to our P.O. Box at Why Not Podcast, P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91505. All right. Okay. Till next time. Till next time. Bye. Bye.